right? And so when I hear built in Africa, I, I hear someone who is building for a better future. I, I hear someone who is building for people that are everywhere, building for people that need hope. That's what built in Africa means to me personally. Welcome to the Built in Africa podcast, where we connect trailblazers of the African diaspora through the unifying language of tech. On this episode, we connect with Samuel Badu, co-founder of Flary, a health insurance marketplace on a mission to help immigrants protect the people they love. Let's get into it. Entrepreneurs who go on to build great companies are individuals fueled by a burning desire to solve a problem. And the motive behind that desire is often personal, whether it be to meet their own needs or those of their community. Listen as Sam shares how his journey led him to create Flurry and what's fueled his burning desire. And that whole experience working afterwards, supporting my family in all these different places, became the experiences that shaped the problem that will end up calling me. Six years of working double jobs and sending money and paying for healthcare, uh, right, for my daughters, my parents. As you think of that, that is what really led me to Flurry. And then what ignited it or what made it come to being was the very real loss of my grandfather my uncle the year before, and then my grandmother this year, right? All to a broken healthcare system, right? That is what really led to this point. For me, I think the hard work is is ahead of us as we look at, you know, the next 10 years of what this is. It's, it's so real. If you think of what the numbers look like, if you think of where we're starting from, um, at a time where you have 6 million people dying in Africa due to a simple lack of access to quality care. You have millions more who get sent into poverty. And this is so well-documented and, and spoken about like everywhere. Cost of a healthcare emergency with no social construct or support system like is driving you either directly into poverty or you choose death. People die right in front of us when we go to the hospitals. And you keep asking yourself, like, why? Why do we not value? But it's not that we don't just value ourselves. It's, it's because we don't have the means. At the same time, like, what blows my mind and what makes this, like, the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because as an immigrant, I am one of 2.8 million other African immigrants, not counting the undocumented ones, sending $48 billion to the continent from the US alone. Now sidetrack and think about the fact that there are over 7 million African immigrants living in Europe. How much are they sending back to the continent? Globally, lower income and middle income countries 
are receiving in excess of $590 billion in global remittances. Like, why are we not any better for it? And fundamentally, that speaks to a gap, an inefficiency, right? And so it almost becomes a responsibility for those who live in the diaspora to want to fix that. Mm -hmm. We hold the key to a better Africa. So what are we doing? Yeah. You know, and, and that's what makes it so heavy on me that mm-hmm. like this isn't about like starting a business, you know, it has to be a good business, but it has to really, really solve this problem in a way that makes sense. You know, and and, and that's like what is really heavy on, on mm-hmm. us every day as we think of like what are we doing? Flurry's revolutionary business model provides an alternative to sending cash home for medical expenses. On their marketplace, immigrants can purchase health insurance policies for their loved ones for as low as $50 a month. Listen as Sam further discusses the problem and the value Flurry provides to the marketplace. Number one is at the very basic, it, it addresses the issue of accessibility to quality healthcare. That, that's the first one. For a large majority of people, the decision around accessing care is focused on one thing, cost. Can I afford to go to the hospital? I have a headache, I have a stomach ache. Like this is no surprise to any African anywhere. Oh, it's nothing, it's nothing. Maybe I should go by the pharmacy. Like it's really nothing. Right, like that's how it goes. Why? Because I am so damn scared of what I have to pay. I grew up there. My my mom, before you know, she was taken to the hospital, she wanted to go to a pharmacy when she's having trouble breathing. Oh, because maybe the pharmacy can give me something. Like, that is how much we defer taking care of ourselves. Right? So, accessibility is the very first one. The second one. Is also better financing for healthcare. Africa has some of the highest percentages of out-of-pocket costs. In Nigeria, the out-of-pocket cost of healthcare is over 78%. In Ghana, it's over 48%. If you think of places like Europe and you think of the US, right, it is below 26%. That is how important healthcare financing is. The percentage of the healthcare that you consume that comes directly from your pocket. It means that the poorest people in the world pay more for healthcare than the richest people do. Doesn't add up. Insurance penetration in places like Africa and most emerging countries hover between two and three percent. Insurance is just a transfer of risk. So you take away the accessibility problem that we're solving, you take away um the the issues around financing of healthcare, and we just talk about a large industry that we want to really spare. We want to see a healthier, better insurance industry, and the way we're doing that is basically by bifurcating the consumer of insurance mm-hmm. from the payer of the insurance. It works mm-hmm. for life insurance all the time. So why can we do the same thing for health insurance? I mean, we already have people who are sending 300 to $400 every month or couple of months, you know, to their families and spending over 25% on that on healthcare. Mm-hmm. But we're paying the full cost of it. Is it not more efficient for us to have a dedicated way to solve that healthcare need? Like, it seems like basic. If we understand it and we use it, 
Why shouldn't my mother have a health insurance plan? Some have challenged Sam on how Flurry fundamentally changes healthcare in Africa. Well, as Jim Rohn once said, big achievements come one small advantage at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time. Recognizing that great companies aren't built in one night and change doesn't happen in one day, Sam shares how Flurry will create revolutionary change in Africa's healthcare system by taking one step at a time. Well, your family members still live in that healthcare system, right? That healthcare system needs to evolve and change, which means that what we're building has to connect with sparing on that change or starting that flywheel that brings about that change. And what that means in particular is the fact that health insurance companies or insurance companies, period, exist to, to pay claims. If hospitals receive more claims paid without having to navigate so many issues because someone received care, that hospital is better financed. It means that that hospital can hire more doctors, more nurses, buy more mm -hmm. equipment. Even when we move out of the circle of just those with immigrant families, right? For the general well-being of the citizenry in that country, greater outcomes for the healthcare provider translates to greater outcomes for anybody who goes there. They have more people. It means that the ratio of doctors to people or patients reduces. It is better for everybody. We've already seen what a fractured system produces. Could it be done better? And is it worth experimenting on doing it better, right? Where mm -hmm. instead of trying to send the money and pray and hope that they will remember to keep $20 for the day when they get sick, something that we know will never happen, to a point where as you pay these premiums, it goes directly into the healthcare system, lubricating mm -hmm. and evolving and developing that healthcare system. If more people have insurance, more hospitals will get paid. It will be a better opportunity and more people would open hospitals. It will be better for all of us as a whole. And, and that's where we try to like stress on the fact that it's a journey of a thousand miles that we're starting now. Hmm. And what it looks like 10 years from now, hopefully is a much better place than what the last 10 years has shown us. Those are the two main things that, you know, I like to get across when, when I talk to people about Let's not just focus on the now, what we're doing, right? It's not just insurance. It's, it's also the larger state of healthcare countries that we left, you know? And then for the immigrant, if you've experienced this, you will know that you don't just care about sending money. It's the fact that when mommy goes to the hospital and you're thinking all these things, you get a text that tells you, hey, your mom has just been sent to the hospital. She's all right, we're helping her navigate. We have someone who's taking care of her, right? And she's gonna be seen by the doctor soon. Hey, your mom was just sent to the ICU. I just wanted to let you know. That breath of fresh air from knowing what mm -hmm. the situation is, is what we hope to create. Mm -hmm. Not just a way to buy insurance, but a way to navigate healthcare protection for the people that you love, such that it brings you peace of mind and also mm -hmm. financial uh, stability. And that's it for this episode. If you haven't already, check out the full article on our website, builtinafrica.io. 
found in the description. And while you're there, subscribe to our newsletter so we may keep you up to date with the latest. But until then, keep building.